Hi, I'm Madeline Frost, and you're listening to In the Middle. This podcast is where I share bits of my heart and writing. I'm sharing from the inside of my story while I'm still in the middle of my messes and mistakes, in the middle of being a wife and mother, in the middle of figuring out how to be both creative and ambitious, and the present mom I desire to be. I'm seeking out beauty and truth, and I hope that my weekly writing invites you along with me. In the quiet of my heart, sometimes I have this little whisper of fear. It's the rumbling of a question that carries the weight of my intentions. It's a question that dances at the edges of my thoughts whenever I put pen to paper or, more accurately, fingers to keyboard. Do my words paint a picture of someone who has it together? And what are my goals here? I worry that writing sharing my writing specifically may make it appear as though I think I'm in a position to share wisdom, ready to dole out life lessons or offer guidance. It's not that I don't want to help or share what I've learned. I just don't want to be seen as someone who has figured this life stuff out. I don't want to fall victim to my own certainty. I have no interest in being a leader to follow, speaking from stages, or creating and teaching formulas for how to live better. I want to be a student, engaged with curiosity in my own life, looking closely, ready to learn, open to hearing, open to changing, open to growing. Curiosity thrives in an environment of uncertainty. When I'm certain, I stop questioning, exploring, or seeking new perspectives. I want to live in the space between what I know and what I long to learn. I want to write freely and I want to share it without feeling trapped by my own words. I want to be able to stay curious and grow beyond the things I write about now. And I fear I can't do that from a position of teacher. My body of work, my podcast, my writing is called what it is in the middle because I'm in the middle of learning. Uncertainty has emerged as my reoccurring theme, a theme I've learned not to dread but to embrace. The idea of having all the answers, of being strong in my own certainty, no longer holds the allure it once did for me. I'm in the middle of a reshaping, of a remaking, of becoming, and I hope and pray that that's always the case. I don't want there to be a time in my life when I've arrived into my after. I'm in the middle, and I want to talk about it while I'm here. For most of my life, I've moved from source to source, looking for the right formula, the right routine, or right schedule, looking to find the thing that would finally pull it all together for me. My love for self-improvement content is deep in my bones, and my ability to not get tired of it is almost embarrassing. But I don't want to in any way be a self-help creator myself, instructing or prescribing. I'm finally joyfully living in an aligned way. My insides and my outsides match. And I have to talk about that. I want everyone to get to feel that. But I don't have a way to teach it and I don't have the desire to. All I hope to do here is let you into my story, letting you walk through the same emotions and thought processes with me in the awkward in-betweens of learning, the defeats and the victories. I find contentment in the role of storyteller. I am not a guru with a grand theory of everything. I'm just a narrator sharing from my own life with all its unpolished edges and evolving chapters. The older I've gotten, the more I believe we can each find 
successful and happy ways of living, and they may not look anything alike. There's freedom in that. That's not a flashy thing to say. I can't give that freedom a brand, can't make it a movement. It's just I'm me and you're just you and we're on our own journeys. But I find the people who embrace living that out live truly and boldly and beautifully. And it's what I want for me, for my children, for my friends. That is what we're doing here together. I want to be the people who share stories, even the gritty, unpolished parts, doing it with vulnerability and honesty. In art, there's a concept known as wabi-sabi. I know, what a name. But it's rooted in Japanese aesthetics. It's the appreciation of impermanence and imperfection. Wabi-sabi finds beauty in the weathered and in the worn. It's the patina on an old bronze sculpture, the cracks in a ceramic bowl, and the fading colors of a vintage photograph. Wabi-sabi teaches us that nothing lasts, nothing is finished, and nothing is perfect, and that's perfectly fine. The parts of me that I keep returning to think about and write about, the aspects of myself that I've always viewed as flaws, cracks in the facade of the person I aspire to be, traits like my impatience and my restlessness, I see in a different light these days. Those tendencies and failures are not reasons for shame or self-condemnation or hiding. They're reminders that my life is a work in progress and I still have a good work to do while I'm here. And I don't have to be quiet or wait until the work is done to talk about it. Because that work will never be done and my goal isn't to teach you how to be done with your work either. I'll forever be the student and it's from this place, this dynamic middle place, that I'll continue to share my experiences as I live them. Mm-hmm.